Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You take 10 minutes out of the day to walk in nature and pay attention to what's directly in front of you. This is the show that aims to provide some walking wisdom for people who make things. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a human in the world walking around a small park in southwest London behind an enormous hospital which I spent a few weeks as an inpatient in uh, earlier in the year but now I'm working at the university in the hospital my actual day job and taking a break from that work in order to bring you episode one of series 25 of Walk the Pot. It's the most beautiful day in the world, Poddies. It's, uh, it's absolutely glorious out here. And I have to say, I'm very surprised by the frequency with which I've been able to say that to you over the last few series. Given that these have been the series that have taken place over the autumn and winter, it is the most beautiful day in the world more often than you'd think. <laughs> uh, I hope you're well. I hope you had a good week. Last week I had a lovely week reading and uh, taking a break from the podcast in order to reflect on it, amongst other things. And as usual, every every time I take a, a break from the podcast, I found that my lunch break got invaded at work by all kinds of things, mostly my own brain going, oh, I'll just do this one other thing. I'll just send this one email. And before you know it, your lunch break has just sort of evaporated so as usual I highly encourage everybody to put that hour in your diary put it on a sort of recurring schedule of happening once every work day and make sure you get a time during the middle of the work day just to take a bit of a walk and stretch your legs if you have a day job because not everybody has a day job or has a day job that follows a nine to five pattern just depends what you do. I've got a a walking report from Nige in Galicia to bring you at the end of the episode. It's It's quite a long one. It's nearly five minutes, so I'm going to record the episode and then put Nige's walking report in at the end. But you've heard a lot from Nige over the last few weeks when I was in hospital. Nige was one of the people who was kind enough to send lots and lots of walking reports so that I had content to put out even while I was incapacitated so he's kind of the co-presenter of the show really uh we'll hear from nige later on what can i see directly in front of me well i can see uh lots of quite mature trees in this little park behind the hospital I can hear a bird singing in a tree which is lovely I can see a little squirrel bounding along over there and I was listening to some episodes of a podcast called the science of happiness over the last few days uh, one of which was somebody who got outside uh, every day to take photographs of nature uh, and that, that practice of getting out every day to just take photos of things in the environment, in the natural world, I think is a really good complement to 
the idea of walking in nature once a day. So if you do get out and about in your lunch break, take some photographs of uh, what you see around you and sort of use that practice as a, a way to pay attention to what's directly in front of you. Looking at something and t- working out how to take a photo of it is a, a good way to start paying attention in the modern world, which seems to think we need to photograph everything. Maybe we do. Maybe in this case, it makes a lot of sense. Sun shining on SW17. It's actually bright sunshine today. There's barely a cloud in the sky. It's really lovely. Uh, Stoics on the Cycle Path is going to take a bit of a break this series. I'm simply going to tell you what I can see directly in front of me and I will be talking about things I've been reading. Uh, But I think Stoics on the Cycle Path is going to uh, maybe come back in a later series. But I know that I have got my work cut out this next few weeks because I'm starting to commute into Tooting from Wimbledon. Uh, I've got to kind of work out how that's going to work. I'm still convalescing. Finding things to bring you from Stoic philosophers is perhaps one thing that might just be a bit much. So rather than commit to it, I'm going to put it on the back burner just for this series. But this series has lots and lots of things to offer. I want to offer a gratitude practice. I want to build that up. I want to talk about how we do that because... um, It's something which I know before I started doing it, I knew was a thing you could do and seemed to me reasonably sort of tangential. I couldn't couldn't really see what the point of doing a gratitude practice was. And perhaps in fact, therefore didn't really do one with, with, with my heart in it because I just didn't understand how it would help. Often with things which are going to help our mental health, we have to start doing them habitually before we work out why. Uh, So, for example, walking in nature at lunchtime every day has helped me, but I didn't know it would help me as much as it has before I started. And similarly, uh, noticing things that I'm grateful for has helped me in ways that don't really make any sense before you actually start doing it. So let's talk about how we can develop a gratitude practice. One of the Science of Happiness episodes was talking about nurses uh, working at the front line of um, hospitals dealing with COVID patients, having a gratitude huddle every day where they would just get together and talk about things that made them happy. And one of the things they also did was to write down at the end of the day three things that had brought some joy. And perhaps we could do that. That seems very straightforward, doesn't it? Three things that have brought some joy. And at the end of the day, if it's difficult to do that, if it's hard to work out what those three things have been, that is perhaps indicative of how starting this practice can help us to notice. Because if we're we're thinking to ourselves, oh, I need three things to write down at the end of the day that have made me smile, then we start to actually look out for those things and maybe even put ourselves in positions where we're more likely to encounter those things. And this has got to be a good way of switching ourselves from a mindset of fear and scarcity into one of abundance and hope in a time when there isn't very much hope available to us, particularly if the place that you're looking is a newspaper. So. 
we have to find other ways to find things that we can be grateful for. It was nice to get out and about on the cycle path yesterday, the day before starting the new series to do some photography. I took some pictures of what's happening in nature on the cycle path. There's some beautiful blossom around at the moment. Uh, The ivy is looking very, very glossy as well. Uh, And it was nice to take pictures of bare tree branches against the blue sky. All of those things brought a smile to my face there's some uh, uh, rosemary, I think it's rosemary with little purple flowers out and about at the moment so there's lots in nature to cheer us up the sunshine is starting to come out and that's amazing in the UK at the end of the month we will be putting the clocks back uh, hang on (laughs) forward um, at the end of the month on on the 27th uh, which is also Mother's Day Hello, mothership. Um, so that will that will that will be a little bit of uh, a relief to have the days a bit longer and a bit brighter as well. Thank you also to Nige for recommending a documentary, The Man from Mowax, which we watched yesterday as part of the Walk the Pod Walking Club Film Club. Really enjoyed that documentary. It was all about a trip-hop producer called James Lavelle, a very specific kind of documentary, uh, who, who, was, who is, in fact, the only permanent member of the band Uncle that I remember uh, listening to in the 90s and not really, not, really, not really resonating with their music particularly, but actually now, having watched the documentary, I've been listening to Uncle music ever since. And... It's terribly good. It's very good. I recommend it. Uh, There's lots of tracks from Uncle now on the Series 25 Walk the Pod playlist, which I create on Spotify for every series. So if you want to take a look at that, uh, go to the music channel of the Discord server and uh, I'll put a link to that. As, As I grow it, it turns to grow as the series goes on. Thank you for walking with me. Without further ado, I want to bring you Nige's walking report, uh, which is which is a really lovely walking report. I listened to it and I thought, I'm going to put all of this on the podcast because it's just the kind of walking report that we need. It is, it is thoughtful. It is ramble chat. It is a little bit of what I can see directly in front of me. It's got everything. So enjoy. And I'll be looking forward to bringing you episode two in my lunch break tomorrow. Hello, Rach. Karma walking report now from the River Añol in Caravaggio in Galicia, in Spain. I brought Leela, my dog, here because it's getting a bit late for my other planned walk. I'll try and do that tomorrow around the lake. So this is just a river walk, but still she went in the car for quite a while. Come on. Um, so I'm trying to get used to the car. And then we can have further and further adventures. Problem with this footpath by the river is there's a lot of other dogs. And Leela's not a particularly social dog, unfortunately. So, this is a slight problem. But that's another thing to get used to. I've got a little pup. She was excited by. 
but yeah, she's not very good with other dogs just because we haven't really had that in our life. Apart from Ross, we have in the house, but in terms of other dogs, she's not been very good with them. Anyway, what I can see directly in front of me is beautiful evening sky. Still a little bit of light. Uh, distant kind of red on the horizon and nice blues. Still very autumnal trees, although there are occasional glimpses of spring where some early bloomers have come up, but um, still very autumnal wintry. Oh, the little pup is going off to the right now, so that's good. We're left alone. Hopefully we won't run into any other dogs now, and um, she can stay off the lead, which would be good. That's being off the lead. Lots of smells on this uh, dog track because um, there's a, you know, a lot of people walk the dogs here that live in the town, so... There's a lot of them for her. Come on. Um, so yeah, the river is ambling by me. I'm walking with the current at the moment downstream. It's very peaceful, lovely. A bit dark and ominous this time of night. Oh, the other side of the bank is some little spring flowers. That's quite cute. It's quite nice. I'm not sure how far we'll walk, really. Might go all the way down sort of into the town where the river kind of gets to near central town area where I used to work from, from the office that I used to work in uh, and then come back there or we might cross the bridge before that we'll see how we feel I'm quite enjoying the, the exercise of a good hearty long walk so I'd quite like to go go the distance and I'm, I haven't got anything else on tonight so let's see how it feels um, yeah fields to my right quite big size normally in Spain most fields are pretty small because they're sort of individual families that just grow their own crops, you know, and they might sell a bit of market. But these fields next to me are pretty big, normal size, you know, medium size for the UK probably. And I don't know if it's, I think it's been planted. Looks like there's some growth. Probably sweet corn. Lots of sweet corn fields here. Corn. Um, and yeah, there's sort of silhouette of the flats of the town. Am I right? Which is right. And so the, the other side of the river is a eucalyptus forest, sort of plantation. Um, and the trees there are quite young, I think probably only five years old or something. And uh, I don't know how I think they grow eucalyptus for about 10 or 20 years here and then they come down because it's considered fast growing um, for purposes of selling. And the river here gets into a really nice series of S bends as it sort of uh, glides backwards and forwards. Isn't, there, isn't that where the word meander comes from? And then, what's that thing about oxbow? Is that when it, and in geography, everyone used to enjoy oxbow. No, that's an oxbow lake, isn't it? What's the word when the river snakes and then it might cut itself off eventually and it sort of shortens, turns the corner. I can't remember. There's a word for that. That's the sort of ramble chat that's good on a walk, isn't it? The woods are very dark and scary the other side. I hope it's not a murderous area. I don't think it is. I quite like it, but I do worry that sometimes I'm a bit naive and I'm going to end up getting murdered, but uh, I don't think so. That sort of crime around here is very rare, I think. Rural Spain. You're mostly going to get run over and attracted by your arch enemy neighbour that you upset 40 years ago by, like, cutting a tree of his down. Or, you know, never returning his spade. 50 years ago, that's, that's more likely what the murder is around here, I think. So I think I'll be all right for a while. I don't think I've upset anyone that long ago. It's all still fresh with the upset I cause. Anyway. So that's for nearly five minutes now. I hope that was an interesting walking report. 
uh, it's going to be much the same for the next half an hour so i'll probably leave it there and uh, maybe i'll get some more photos if the mood takes me all right cheers bye